This is a Demon FM podcast. You are listening to Geek Speak, the podcast where we talk all things geeky and nerd is the word. With me, your host, Reese. Hello, it's me again, Reese, back at long last with another episode of Geek Speak. It has been a while since I've done an episode. What can I say? University responsibilities, deadlines, work, needing to sleep and eat in between it all. It's just taken a lot of time. But I'm back and with a bang because in my return episode, I'll be talking about the X-Men. And joining me is a very special guest, Daisy. Yay! (laughs) There's so much to talk about. I I can't wait. Because I was like, oh, well, what part of the X-Men do you like? And we were like... There's too much choice. Yeah. We were like the 1990s cartoon, X-Men Evolution, and then the films. And I was... Oh, too hard. I, I was going to say, this could be... I, I'm ready. This could be epic. But first of all, before we begin, just how are you doing, girl? Oh, do you know what? Perfect at the minute. Yeah, life yeah. is good. Life's sweet right now. <laughs> sweet. Can't relate. No, it's, it's cool. It's decent. As I say, I've just got past a, like a, what seemed like an endless stream of deadlines and it drove oh. me insane. Like pulling, I did like 19 hours in the library, oh one sitting. Uh, except there was, I did like have a weird flex humble brag where I went to McDonald's and bought a box of the cheese bites Oh yeah, like the share the quote unquote oh, yeah. share boxes, the and then just box. rolled up into the library again at three o'clock in the morning. I was just like, just gonna eat some McDonald's whilst I revise, and that was a weird humble, you know, humble brag. Them flexes that you just got to do <laughs> sometimes. Yes. On that note, let's get into the podcast. Uh, so yes, X Men. X Men. I've liked them since I was about twelve. I think so that's. Eight years now. Yes. I th- um, I'm just trying to think when I first got into it. Um, I mean, I think I first picked up and read my first X-Men comic when I was about eight years old. See, like, my parents were never into anything like that. And it wasn't until, like, I found out about Marvel and the Avengers and I explored it a bit more that I found X-Men. Yes. So it was, like, more... I was a bit older when I found out about it. I've... I stumbled across them like at, I was at my uncle's I think because he collected them for like years um, and I was a bit bored and so I think he went upstairs and bought me down some of these old comic books I love that and I f- remember the first issue I ever picked up I think was an X-Men comic book and it was specifically a, I can't remember which issue but an issue of the Dark Phoenix saga from Ooh. like uh, late 1970s, start of the 1980s. And I'd from then I was loved, just hooked. I'm not surprised. I'd love to read that. Oh, I've got the Dark Phoenix Saga. I've got a collector's edition of it. I can oh, lend it to you, girl. Please. It's honestly iconic. If there's any point to start with the X-Men comics, it's there. Because, I, I mean, I, how much do you know about the X-Men's um, like printed origins? Not that much, okay. to be honest. I... Haven't really read that many comics. It's no. more the TV series. Yeah, I'll give you a little 
just a few details. I won't give you a full history because I feel like I could <laughs> be here for days. Do that, literally. <laughs> so they first appeared in 1964, I believe, uh, in September. Uh, the original five X-Men consisted of Cyclops, Jean Grey, Iceman, Angel and Beast. Wow. Yes. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Um, with Professor X in the background, obviously. Yeah. The very first issue they fought Magneto. So he's been like the ultimate big bad in the series from the very beginning. As always. Um, but compared to like the Fantastic Four and the Avengers, it kind of declined in popularity. And I think it got cancelled in 1969. Shocking, especially when it's compared to mm. Fantastic Four. Oh, oh, Ooh. conflict. Oh, honey. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Not going to open that kettle of fish because <laughs> Fantastic Four are iconic as well. But in the 1970s, a guy called Chris Claremont came on as part of the team and he revived the X-Men in 1975. Thank and God. Yes. And it's from it's kind of that point on where the X-Men became like a metaphor for real world minorities. Yeah. And to represent social political issues. Because... The new team had to rescue the old team, but they were like gathered from all around the world. So you had Storm from Africa, yeah. Sunfire from Japan, um, Nightcrawler from Germany, Colossus from Russia, etc. And as I say, from then on, they've had like multiple different storylines where they've got mutants and members from yeah. different nationalities, faiths, countries, etc. So yeah, that's a bit of background context. And then from, yeah, the 70s onwards, it just grew into the force that it is today. Which is a good thing. Yes, it is. it couldn't get much better, I don't think. Like you were saying, like how everyone from like all over the world sort of comes together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love it. I mean, it's a shame that they don't really represent that more in the... Yeah. I well, the films it... especially, the, the TV shows a little bit better. It's the films that... They just don't really do a lot with the characters, I don't think. There's no, like, actual meaning behind any of them. No. I mean, they started off really strong. Yeah, the to films be fair. Did. The first two, at least. Three onwards. Uh, yeah, it gets uh, a bit... I don't know. I don't even know how to pull it. It's difficult because they I don't... They just started to flop yeah, completely. Aside from Logan, which I don't know if you've seen, but yeah, I have. spectacular... I, that gave me hope for a, kind of like a new revival. But then Fox bought Disney and X-Men Dark Phoenix was... Uh, it was, let's be honest, it, no. I, it could I have know. been so much more. I, sh- I think I read somewhere that it was going to be two films. I feel like they're but just pushing as it. as I say, it's because like Disney bought Fox. So they ha- kind of had to like wrap things up and tie it up before. I, I don't know, I'm assuming that yeah. might be why. Which is a shame because I really like Sophie Turner as an actress and I think she yeah, was... She, she was a good Jean, Jean Grey, Grey, to be fair. Yeah. We went off on a little tangent. <laughs> but yeah, so you said that you got into it kind of like when you were eight years old? Twelve. Twelve you years old, eight. sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Oh no, that was eight years ago now. Oh, eight, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, What was it the 1990s Cartoon series or X-Men Evolution that draw your attention first? You know I can't even remember how I got into it. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. I think it was X-Men Evolution. Yes. 
which was I don't even know how I found it, but I did, and I'm so glad on. I did. It's really good. I just it's I just when I speak about it and no one knows about it, I'm so shocked because it banged as a series. It was. It's watching it back then. I I liked it and I knew it was good, but I didn't know why I knew it was good. Whereas watching it back. Like now, every now and again, I go back and visit a few episodes. I do see how good it was in a lot of ways. Yeah, There was just so many background stories. They really went into depth with every character. Yes, they did. They really gave each character a background story so you could connect with them instead of just throwing throwing the characters at you and be like, yeah, pick one to like. Yeah, yeah. And... Sadly, it got cancelled. I don't. It broke my heart. It had about four series. Yeah, it did, because they had like quite a few storylines planned, I think. It's so bad as well, because there's like this whole thing, like the last series, if I remember correctly, it's like when everyone was starting to come together instead of fighting against each other. They all came together and I feel like down against you needed something after that to finish off. Oh yeah, and after And there's just nothing. No. I mean, personally, I wrote my own fan fiction about what would have happened yes, after. Yes, God, that's what we. It support. never went anywhere, but I wrote it. <laughs> it was there. The dream was there. It exactly. was. But yes, the series sadly came to an end. Yeah. Did you have a particular favourite character from X Men Evolution? Um. Or do you have overall from? Let's say across the various different X Men strands, is there any character that is you consistently like and is your favourite? Rogue. Rogue. Throughout, other than the films. Sugar. Yeah. Yes. Southern Belle. Rogue. Yes, that's a terrible Southern accent. I just did that. I'm not I'm even going to attempt it. I just, it's, I just, yeah, distinctly remember like the 1990s version of her calling yes. everyone sugar, but not like sugar with S U G A H. <laughs> Like proper it's, Southern Belle, yeah. it's, yes. And then she sort of stuck to the accent in X Men Evolution. Yes, but they gave was, her more of a goth twist in that one, didn't they? Which I was vibing for. <laughs> I loved that. Absolutely loved that. Mm. I ended up copying the style when I was younger. I can see why that bold black lippy she wore. Oh, yes, God, I loved it. <laughs> but the films, I don't even think they. Attempted no, an accent. No, uh, mm, kind it, of. It was be, like an attempt. She's not in it enough. No, to be that noticeable. And they made her so shy and quiet in yeah. it. I just don't understand because that's like the opposite. Rogue has always been quite ballsy. Yeah, you know, and, and she's and feisty. Uh, yeah, one of the ones that yeah, feisty is how Rogue's meant to be. That's yeah. how I've always known her. And I think that's why I hate the film so much. <sighs> Like, it, mm, the film again the films just didn't do anything justice no. at all they had their strong points as I say the first two films there was more there but no again Rogue kind of faded into the background yeah. and I'm wondering if that's because a lot of her history within the franchise or at least in her comic book history is um for the longest time, she had the powers of Miss Marvel, now more popularly known as Captain Marvel. Yes. Like, she permanently stole her powers, at least her, like, flight and super strength and everything. Um, But then again, in again, in X-Men Evolution, they made Rogue 
a bit antisocial, but antisocial, she but c- certainly knew how to throw down. Yeah, she wouldn't take anything off anyone. No. It was definitely, it's just weird to see her in the films and... It's a bit be, of a wallflower. Yeah. Bit, bit, yeah. Let everyone walk over her. Mm. I just, that's what I didn't like about it because X-Men's known as being included no matter who you are. Yeah. And I feel like in the films, everyone like pushed her to the side and she was very excluded. She, she was a plot device in uh, the first film. Yeah. I just feel like that isn't what X-Men was meant to be about at no. all. There's been a few plot twists in like throughout some of the series, but that one, it got to me. I was just like, the whole point of X-Men is that everyone's accepted. Yeah. So. I, I get what you're saying. It's. She was justice for rogue. Hashtag justice for rogue. Basically, <laughs> I want new films. Yes, and well, she better be included. Hopefully, if Disney's on the um wagon, I can't wait. I'm hoping they did a real good job with Avengers. Disney Corporation, if you're listening to this, which you probably won't be, hit us two up and we'll do your X Men films for you. Yeah, if you want a scriptwriter, honey, honey, oh honey, have I got ideas for you, honey? I've got We're ideas. Here. Call us up. <laughs> yes, because I've I've literally like brainstormed like doing almost like an anime series of X Men. There is one out there, but it's only like twelve episodes. But this would like start with like a first class, and there'd be a little time skip, and we get a new class in, and then there'd be a oh, little time this. skip with them. There's just so there's a lot to work with in the X Men's history, and I there is. being the massive dork that I am, I know most of it. See, I think I know some of it, but I won't go as far as all of it. You seem like you know a lot to me. I know quite a bit. But mine's like hardcore comic book, Yeah, as I say, I way see. back to the 60s. I'm very uh, particular when it comes to comic books. Like, I like certain characters to be in it, and a lot of the new X-Men comic books don't seem to feature right. Okay, yes. Or so- Gambit. They have their own series. They do, but I can never seem to find them and they're quite expensive. Yes, so. they, 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 they are expensive. They are. My bank account really hits it when I go into the comic books yeah. in town. Forbidden go- Planet. Yep. Not Spawn, but we wish we were. Because um, mm. <laughs> when I used to work for the NHS full time, humble brag, um, <laughs> and I was on an actual living wage, I'd go in there quite a lot and buy comic books. Yeah. But... I mean, well, for me, since the 2012 Avengers versus X-Men storyline, which I do not think was very good. See, I didn't read it and I see it in a lot of Waterstones and I never go to pick it up because it just didn't appeal to me. There were bits about it that were kind of good, but there, this, okay, I'm not going to get into this because this no, is a whole going, tangent yeah, onto itself. We're going off okay. topic. <laughs> okay, so Rogue was consistently your favourite. X-Men. Oh, definitely, yeah. And, oh, oh, okay, did you prefer her, I can't remember years, do you prefer her <laughs> 1990s version with that <laughs> electronic guitar opening, which we found out the other day might have been copied, they might have copyrighted from somewhere else. They did. It, they did. <laughs> did you look it up after I told I you? I forgot, no, no oh, but I've, it's come it's back bad. to me now. Oh. Um, it's such a classic thing. Oh like, yeah, the, the minute you hear it, you're like, I'm just like, oh my god, rejuvenated with energy. I'm kind of sad to hear that. 
I know, so was I when I seen it. I was like, no, this can't be true. This is their thing. It's like <laughs> X-Men. But out of, I don't know, the 1990 series and X-Men Evolution, I prefer Rogue from X-Men Evolution. I thought you might. I really do. I don't know what it is about her, but I just think she's quite feisty she, and I like it. Yeah, she was also different in that she, as we've said, she kind of had like a gothic and social-esque vibe to her which not many other characters had in that series or in any other series that I can think of at the time I mean you had like Raven from Teen Titans but that's a different that's a whole different different kettle of fish Um, so yeah I I can see that she was pretty badass she was I don't know I just think she's so different as well to like a lot of the other characters Mm -hmm. that I don't know I just love her. I mean, I think we could, I mean, hypothetically, we could say that there's a whole like underlying sociological context about that her power is she drains the life force from people and that to do with, I don't know, femininity and contact. I don't know. Maybe there's a study out there on that. Who can say? Probably. I might look that up. That'd be a good dissertation topic. It would be. My favourite character (laughs) is... Needless to say, Jean Grey. Woo! Because I really connect, as I say, I think Dark Phoenix Saga was the first comic book yeah. ever that I ever read. As I say, I think it was the issue where they f- face off against her in Central Park. Okay. And yeah. she just absolutely trances the X-Men. Anyway, yes, Jean Grey is my favourite. I t- <laughs> The cartoons, except for X-Men Evolution, never made proper use of their powers to me they didn't for, I don't think for those of you that need a recap Jean Grey has, is the one with like red hair and she's a telepath and a telekinetic so in the 1990s <laughs> they just make her moan a lot yeah <laughs> like and it's inappropriate moaning and compared to like Rogue and Storm and Jubilee, who are also in the series, who are pretty kick-ass. They are. She's very... um. Jean's a bit... Housewife. Flimsy. <laughs> yeah. She's just there for the love triangle between <laughs> Skycops really and Wolverine. And I'm like... Which I hate. Yeah. Because she... Right. As much as I don't like her, she is such a strong character. Oh, yeah. I get, when Chris Claremont took over the X-Men in the 1970s, he built up and wrote the Phoenix and Dark Phoenix saga yeah. with Jean intended to become like the first cosmic heroine because before that and not just um, Jean Grey but in the Avengers you had the Wasp and Scarlet Witch um, in Fantastic Four you had the Invisible Woman kind of like passive powers that didn't they didn't really do a lot they yeah. were there either as a love interest or to be rescued or just to be like I'm the token female of this group and that was very much the case for Jean Grey and the X-Men, like especially in the yes. earlier issues. All of like the original, even like Professor X at one point was like, oh, she's a beautiful girl, but she will never look at me other than what I am. And I'm like, you're like 30 years older than her. It's weird because I think some of the powers that the men have as well are so, literally they're nothing compared to what some of the women have. Oh, yeah. Storm, like, can, Storm can strike you with lightning. She can strike you with lightning. And Wolverine can heal real fast. Woo! Yes. And like, I get, get you super right. right. Like, Controversial opinion. I get bored of Wolverine. Same. I love him. Like, he, he's I iconic. Do. He's fantastic. But 
There's only so much you can do. When Yeah, when he's in every single comic book, because there was a time, especially like in the late noughties and early 2010s, when he was in every single X-Men title, every single, like uh, the majority of Avengers titles, I'm just over it. He can like snicked out three claws. Wonderful, brilliant. Yeah. How exciting. And there's only so much of a background story you can do on him. Yeah. Him being in the labs and like getting flashbacks. Yeah. Like, actually not, the best one out there, I don't think. No. I think it's quite I, boring. I get, I get, I appreciate how iconic he is as a character. Oh, like, yeah. the X-Men wouldn't be the X-Men without him. Definitely not. He just, it's, he's overshadowed. No, he's over, he's, what's the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> he's like overhyped. Yeah. And other characters are overshadowed for it. It's like, I don't know. I just want the dial on Wolverine turning down, down a little bit. Yeah. It's like Cyclops. Like, honestly, what is so good about his power? Like, I mean, I can see how it would be exciting to begin with, shooting but, a blast out of your yeah. eyes. But then down the line. I don't bit, think it's that great bland. of a power at all. No. Like, on, he has to wear glasses all the time yeah. to stop him from. Like, it's not like he can control it. No. Like, that's the one thing in all. That annoys me as well. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Rogue, why can't you control it?" Well, neither can Cyclops. But yeah, you've made something so he can just control it all the time. Yeah, Rogue, here are some gloves. Yeah, Live your best life. It's just like, can you not? So funny. <laughs> like honestly, like, what does he do in his sleep? Like, if you wake up in the night and you open your eyes, like I think he wears his visor to bed calm. as well. Surely not. Mm-hmm. That's awful. That'd be so annoying. <laughs> Knowing me, I'd like scratch my face and knock them knock off, them off and then just You'd I'd like... have a hole in my bedroom <laughs> ceiling. Be so funny. Mm. Expensive, but funny. Yeah. But yeah. Because they gave all the women like the quote unquote special powers. So the men had more of the physical powers that would involved punching and Typical. slashing and yeah. Wow, who would have guessed it? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas all of the women were like, yeah, like Jean Grey can move things safely from far away with her mind. Scarlet Witch can like cast hexes far away from a safe distance. So can Storm with her lightning. Yeah. Jubilee can throw her powers. Yeah. I'm not throwing. I'm thinking the wrong person. Oh, are you thinking of... Tabitha. Boom Boom. Boom Boom. Oh, I loved her. Oh, she was sassy. She was a sassy girl. Oh, she was. She was a rebel. Yeah, I like Boom Boom in X-Men Evolution as well. (laughs) The underappreciated... Honestly. She got Party girl. I know. She got accepted back there. It's fine. Yeah. They realised that... She was a good egg. Oh, yeah. Bit much at times, but she's a good egg. Yeah. But X-Men Evolution Jean Grey was sick. Now you said you find her difficult, her character difficult to like. She was a bit snooty. She was, I think. Like the more I think about it, she wasn't that bad. But I think it's my like for Rogue that. Oh, because they clashed a lot. They do over Scott. I don't even think it's that part that annoys me. I think the thing that annoys me the most is Rogue saves Jean Mm. in one of the episodes. And I think I know which one you're on yeah. about. Yeah, and even though everyone always says Jean Grey is the most powerful out of all the X Men, mm. everyone always says it. But the whole part of her is that the, her powers have come from some other source. They're not actually from the DNA like every other mutant. Uh, can you see where I'm coming from? I can. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Like in the she's comic books, badass. she's described as an omega level mutant. Do you know what this content? Do you know what that is? Sort of, yeah. So she's like for those of you that aren't listening, an omega level mutant is a mutant whose powers have no potential limit to what yeah. they can do. So, like Cyclops's optic blast can only do so much. Nightcrawler can only teleport so far. He will eventually reach a limit. Whereas Omega level mutants are Jean Grey, Iceman. Um, there's a guy called Elixir who can like either heal you, like missing organs and all, yeah. or kill you. Um, uh, David Haller, if any of you have watched Legion, it's Professor X's son. He's got like oh yes, no I remember he's him. He's got like schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, but each of his different personalities grants him a different mutant power. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Jean Grey is like an Omega level mutant. But so then, her power is potentially limitless. But then I don't get how Rogue's not, because Rogue could literally drain her and have her power. It's better Rogue can control it, I suppose. I don't know. She's right, because several Jean. times in the episodes, she's, you know, she takes a bunch of powers at once and she's an absolute force of nature exactly. when she does that. That's the thing I think that gets to me, like, everyone's always like, Jean's the best, and it's kind of like, Jean's going to collapse if Rogue touches her, though. Only in the 1990s ones. Uh, no, it did take her a while, even in the comic books, to, like, fully grasp her yeah. and use her powers. No, that's true. I don't know, it's... I don't want Rogue to win this, but... You're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, I think everyone's always underestimated Rogue in the series and I'm like just how like she's got so much potential mm -hmm. if she was to gain control she'd be unstoppable oh yeah and I think that's why they don't let her gain control really no because they know she would be that that would be it for yeah. everyone else I mean she's got control of it now in the comics comics yeah because the way they explained it in the comics is when her power emerged, it was still developing, but because she kept touching people, she kept retaining like bits of their psyche and their memories that she absorbed yeah. as well. So her brain just became like totally overcrowded and stopped like her mental ability to switch her power on and off from developing okay. properly. And then Professor X did like a mind sweep and got rid of all of the stuff she'd absorbed the residual stuff and then at the moment as far as I know she can control it wow I didn't so know this so she can choose to so now yeah. I want to read all this um that was X-Men Legacy oh okay that was uh I want to say late late noughties oh, really so it's like 10 years ago now sorry to me oh, wait, to me no. late noughties is still like 3 years ago and it's really yeah, not yeah it does feel like it <laughs> oh no I didn't know that mm-hmm is that surprising to me? Mm-hmm. Like, surely then she's, like, pretty much unstoppable. I mean... In a way. I think, she, they to obviously, to cap it, they gave her, like, oh, she can only, like, absorb so many powers before she overloads herself. Yeah. Or something like that. That's true. Um, But she's done, like, a fair few... She's held on to a... Good amount uh, yeah. of Yeah, I mean, she did go crazy in X-Men Evolutions, didn't she? Oh, yeah. She lost it. Oh, yeah. And she was, like, Big transforming time. into Sabretooth yeah. and Mystique and Which using great. Storm's powers and multiple man's powers. It was insane. That was probably one of the best episodes. I want to go back and watch that now. I might Same. see if I can find it tonight. 
YouTube. Or YouTube. They're all oh, on YouTube. Yeah. God bless the person that whoever whoever decided to infringe copyright and put those on there. For Thank us. you. <laughs> Unless they're allowed to now, because I don't know if there's like a copyright. That's true, yeah. Licence where after so long, unless it's renewed, the copyright licence is renewed, they become free for public use. I don't know. Let's not question it too much. Let's enjoy the ride whilst we can. So if you want to go out there and find those issues, issues, episodes of (laughs) X-Men Evolution or the classic 1990s version, go watch it. Ugh, Yeah. I mean, the, we've kind of touched upon the films a bit already. Oh, yeah. We're hoping they'll do a revamp. We because are. Because the films were not great, especially the later ones. I've stopped watching them after. Where did you Ooh. get up to? I watched First Class and I think I watched Days of Future Past. And yeah. I only watched the first part. Of no? Days of Future Past. Yeah. Um, arguably days of future past is where it all started to go wrong because that's when they did the time skip reinvention thing yeah and characters are falling all out of place yeah like rogue got cut out but you could buy the version with rogue in oh yeah in days of future past yeah Yeah. and it was like (sighs) is there a point literally yeah like i'm not sure how far along in the future it's meant to be but I, I, I don't know. I, it's 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 uh, they they dropped the ball on it in my opinion. They really did. Because in like the way that the timeline held up, like Michael Fassbender turns into Ian McKellen in about <laughs> fifteen years, based on X Men Dark Phoenix compared to the if it circled round yeah. back into the first X Men film. It just doesn't work. And. Mm-mm. They and really don't get me wrong, did. I love just... Michael Fassbender and I love Ian McKellen, but, no, you know. It wouldn't happen. No. They just should have stopped after. They should have They should have <laughs> made first class like a clean sweep. Yeah. So start from first class and then work on it from there again. They just went so wrong. Yeah. So, so wrong. And then they did Days of Future Past where they were meant to cross over and it tied them together. It should have just been a separate continuity. Okay, X-Men 3, Last Stand, that's that bit done. X-Men First Class, we're starting over again. Yeah. With no relation to... I just think they're trying to bind everything together and it just didn't work. No, it didn't. It There was a lot of great potential there and it's just not... It flopped big time. Yeah, yeah. Again, Wolverine's had three solo films. Oh, yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine, The Wolverine, and then Logan. Logan, as I say, I actually really enjoyed. That was an amazing film. It was so intense. And I think it made me cry a couple of times. I think so, yeah. And, (sighs) God, it was just so good. I just don't get how they made that so well. I was going to say and after everything else the, so badly. After Origins and The Wolverine, I was I went in to see it and as I say I'm kind of I don't dislike Wolverine. I can tolerate Wolverine or yeah. if I take a break from him, I can go back and be like Wolverine's sick. And that was the case of Logan. But I didn't have high hopes because I was like well they screwed up the first two like yeah, Wolverine oriented stories. Good. Yeah. 
And then they were like, well, it's based kind of on the old Man Logan comic book storyline. I was like, okay, that was a good, that was good. I'll give it a go then. Yeah. And then, yeah, it exceeded my expectations and I really enjoyed it. And then they hit us with, um, oh no, X-Men Apocalypse was before. Oh, did I watch that one? I think I watched that one. I think. Did you? It's the one where they run around Egypt and yeah. there's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I watched I watched this one at home and I watched some of it and got that bored that I stopped watching it. It's which I, I think I tried to rewatch it and I couldn't. It was yeah. just it was oh it was bad. It was a divisive film. I liked the focus it took on some of the younger X Men. As I say, it kind of reintroduced Jean Grey and Cyclops yeah. and Storm. Um, and I kind of liked it at that point because it was trying to like say, look, Wolverine's not in it anymore. We're making room for the next generation. Yeah. But the plot was a bit, uh, they just try, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something about. Yeah, I don't know. It just it didn't ne- work. It needs a proper build up like um, they did for the Avengers films. And granted, that's yeah. going to be difficult because the X-Men are collectively a group the only one that is strong enough to kind of stand out on their own in a solo film is Wolverine, which has been done. And I don't think Hugh Jackman can be so easily replaced. Oh, Storm. Storm would make an excellent like Oof. standalone origin movie. That would... Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Because there is so much about her, from her stealing back when she was younger. Yes. And the... Is it Shadow King? Yes. Yes. The, oh, excellent. Could you just imagine... Because, yes. Oh, that'd be the best film, I think. Uh, well, that and it's, uh, you know, another woman of colour. She's an absolute... Yes. Quit Before Professor Xavier found her, she was worshipped as a goddess in the Serengeti um, by local tribes because of her I power to control this. the weather. Um, her, her white hair is not actually a part of her mutation. It's a genetic trait from... She actually comes from a long line of um, sorcerers. Oh wow! One, I didn't know that. One of her like great 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 grandmothers was the sorceress sorceress supreme of Earth in that time. I... Obviously, Doctor Strange is it now within the continuity <laughs> of the comics. But yeah, all of her like female descendants had white hair and blue eyes, like she did. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. That's actually really honey, honey. Disney, hire me. I can write these films for you. Honest to goodness, I know what I'm. I know what I'm I doing. Think you know more than me. I think you should definitely go <laughs> I, for it. So, we say this like the actual writing teams didn't do any of their research for the films. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they did, but they're crap job. They weren't. <laughs> sorry, guys. They weren't sorry. great towards the end. Um, you need like input from real fans. I think so. I, I don't know like, why people don't do that anyway. Like, who knows it better than someone who's read it 30 times? Yes. I read the Dark Phoenix saga on a probably bi-yearly basis. I read it at least twice a year because it's just so bloody good. See, I think I might read it. Now, like, we spoke about Jean Grey. Where can I want to, like, know the character more? It's just so well written. Because it's in this Dark Phoenix saga that you first introduced to the Hellfire Club. Oh, Emma Frost and Sebastian Shaw. That is something else. You first meet Kitty Pride. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Dazzler. So it's quite a big thing there. That was a massive build up to it. So in like 1977 to 1978, um, 
the Phoenix saga happened, where she first bonds with it, and then she starts to explore this incredible cosmic power that she's got, where she can literally like batter down a building with a thought. Which is insane. But she's... It's, they do a great job of writing internal monologues and like thought bubbles. Oh, I like that. And it's like, she's like, oh, I really love using this power. It's so like raw and primal, but it scares me. But I enjoy that it scares me. Oh, it's great how they write it. And like the pinnacle of it's kind of like the writing for the Dark Phoenix saga is spoiler alert. She flies into the heart of a sun. See, I, yeah. For a different solar system. And she just absorbs the raw energy yeah, and power of I've this star. This. But then it, it's, and it's the way they write it. And she, it's like, oh, she she feeds on the energy. It um, quenches her thirst. Uh, it, the energy wraps around her and caresses her body like a lover. But then it's like, oh, she how the lifetime of this star, which should have been like 80 million years or whatever, is reduced down to a few minutes. It goes supernova and sends out a cosmic flare, which wipes out the three billion lives on a planet nearby. Oh, my God. And it's like the people on the dark side of the planet are the lucky ones. They get to die in their sleep. And it's just how it's written. It's fantastically done. It's, it definitely sounds like something I'd write. I'll lend it to you. It's, Thank you. Again, to you guys out there, um, Dark Phoenix Saga is the place to start because Chris Claremont was a fantastic writer. Um, that, As I say, that's when the X-Men started to shift into being something a bit more, you know, we stand for yeah. minority. We re- it's meant to represent minorities and those that are dismissed. Because that was another thing. I read... Um, in like the build-ups to some of the most recent films, as bad as they were, like critics were like, oh, the mutants are tired of being hated. We get it. And it's like, well, yeah, but they're meant to like symbolise, you know, it's meant yeah. to symbolise like racism and prejudice. That's still about. That even is, now, yeah. that hasn't gone away. That's what I like about it so much. Like it, It's like one of the things that actually acknowledges yeah. it and... Are willing to like put it out there and they're not afraid yeah. to be like yeah it's happening people need to sort it out because I think the comic books get a bit of the same shtick where it's like oh god why do the public still hate the X-Men they've d- the mutants they've done so much yeah and it's like but it's again you know racism sexism homophobia still all here in today's world yeah. it's not gone away and as I think that the people... X-Men comics will and you know will continue yeah. to play on that as long Which as I it's love. yeah, uh, there's a whole um, storyline in the comics that they did with a disease called the Legacy Virus, which took place around the same time as the um, AIDS pandemic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the Legacy Virus was meant to be like the mutant equivalent to the AIDS virus, and obviously, a bit of historical context back when it was like spreading wildly, uh, the AIDS virus was like blamed on the. Um, LGBTQ plus community for its rapid spreading and it was believed yeah. to be like you know a punishment from God from on high um, and the X-Men I can't remember if it was like at the literal same time or a few years later did a similar storyline where a virus goes around called the legacy virus that only affects mutants it's not harmful to regular humans but yeah. it gradually kills them And but that was metaphorical for the AIDS That's virus. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. And it's like, 
Professor X is often compared to like Martin Luther King for mutants. Magneto is like Ma- the more militant Malcolm X. Yeah. Both want to look after and protect the prosperity and future of their people. They've just got different ideologies yeah. about doing it. And that's that's part of the reasons why I love it cuz it's just it's just it, it's a it's a team that's not given enough recognition and credit. Definitely. That's everyone always goes, "Oh, who's your favorite Marvel?" Everyone's like Avengers and it's yeah. like which are good. They are they good. They are good. Yeah. And the films are great. They've just overshadowed. Yeah. But as I say, that and the, just the writing of the X-Men films has overshadowed. Definitely. Like how great the X-Men franchise could be if it's done properly. And it's X-Men Evolution, even like the Brotherhood. Yeah. That was a great part to it, having young villains. Yes, to counter... And Scarlet Witch was in that. Oh, she served gothic realness oh, too. Did. She did. And my favourite part was her and Rogue's friendship that was outside. The unlikely friendship. <laughs> it was just outside of like, oh yeah, we fight each other every now yeah. and then. But I don't you... like people. I don't like people either. Oh, oh yeah, we, we go. get on. I know you go. Yeah. Just, I love it. It's like a weird friendship. It's not even a friendship. It's just like a, we're the same. It was, it's the friendship that won't speak its name, but you yeah. totally know you that they would, know they would they're get sneaking on. out yeah. and they're meeting up secretly. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. There's another fanfic to do. Yeah. The Rogue, w- the rogue Witch. <laughs> I expect to see that on fanfiction.net or Wattpad in the next oh my God. two weeks. Do you know After something? this episode airs, what? <laughs> Fanfiction.net. Do you know how I got onto it? Because after I watched X-Men Evolution and there's nothing else to watch on it, yeah. I was like, script for like upcoming blah, 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 next series. And it came up with like, oh, season five. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is this a legit thing? And I read it and I was like, wait, this is just some fanfiction. And I read so much X-Men fanfiction after that. So- there is this. Do you know what fan fiction's a bit weird? It's known for being like the weird, mad writings of the fandom, but there's actually some really good oh content my, out there. There's like, some amazing stuff. There are some people that can't write for. Oh no! So anything so funny to read. But. but every now and again, you'll come across like someone that's written like thirty-seven chapters. There's like five fifty thousand words to read. Yeah, but it's usually good stuff because they've put a lot of thought it. and craft into it. I think sometimes I actually get mixed up with some of the fan fiction I've read and with the real the actual stuff. Facts from I'm this, like, yeah. which one's which? But mm. I think as well, I've learned a lot from the fan fiction. So, but like, they'll mention a character I've never known about and then I'll research about yeah, them. Yeah, you have and a little Google. Yeah. I start, I don't know, it's weird. And that's because of fan fiction. <laughs> it can be a wonderful and powerful thing. It can be. I do love it. <laughs> uh, I want to ask, which of the series would you be in? Evolution or 1990s? Ooh. And what power would you have? I think X-Men Evolution, just mm-hmm. because... The 90s. I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't fit in that well there. Yeah. I don't think that'd be like, I don't know, just wouldn't have a place to fit in. Yeah. I feel like that's already quite well done. Mm. Whereas X-Men Evolution, there's so many of them all living in the mansion and there's even like the Brotherhood. I think I'd want to be in there somewhere. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. What powers would you have? 
Mm, and I do like Rogue's powers, but then she can't control it in X-Men Evolution. Mm-hmm. So, oof, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rogue. I love Rogue. You're going to go gonna, with Rogue's powers. With now I'm going to turn it around on you. Which series <laughs> would you want to be in? Uh... Uh, See, it's harder than you think. Uh, we're reading the X Men. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that one series wonder. Yeah, that mm, again. That wasn't. That wasn't awful. Amazing. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't amazing. No. I feel like a it went season, more into the different characters a bit it, more. Yeah, it just had, again had too much of a focus on Wolverine. But they had and like Jean. Like he went. Rogue because of Jean dying, didn't he? Is that right? No, that was Cyclops. That he fell like into a slump and a depression. Oh God, I literally watched that. Wolverine once. was like, I could hold it together. Bob snicked, and <laughs> that was the best impression. God bless. <laughs> Disney don't hire me to be the next Wolverine. I cannot be bothered with the physique exercise side of it. Oh Plus, like in the like the in like. Again, I keep, sorry, I keep going in the comics, but in the comics, Wolverine's like five foot three. He's Perfect. quite petite. <laughs> Daisy, you could be Wolverine. I could. See, no, I wanted to be um, X23. Oh, yes. X23. Yes. <laughs> we uh, love her. Because she debuted in X Men Evolution and then she was that popular, yes. they brought her into the comic books. Which I love. Yeah. She was so good in X Men Evolution. I've completely forgot about that episode. Mm hmm. I watched that one a few weeks ago, actually. Oh, it's a brilliant episode. And it was good because she was this petite, kind of like almost run of a girl who was <laughs> Daisy's gesturing to herself. She's oh, like, yeah. me. It's me. Uh, and, and she just gave Wolverine what for as well. She, she was oh, like, yeah. like, all right, old man, I'm the new you and I'm better than you. I'm a bit of a was, wild child, but. It was amazing. Just to watch. I live. Because I think as well, it brought down, like you wanted, it brought down Wolverine. Yeah. It's like, Laura's giving as good as she gets. I don't think they call her Laura in the series, but that's her given name in the no, comics. yeah. I think they just called her X-23. Yeah. There we go. Well, there's so much more that they could do, like, now in a modern era, because, do you know Wolverine has a son? Yes. Duckin? Yeah. Yes. Um, Nasty guy. Yes, not very nice at mm. all. And then we've got Hope Summers. And I want them to focus on some of the newer, newer X-Men. Yeah. Because I love Pixie. Who's, Pixie? Yeah, she's one of the like young new X-Men. She's, okay. she's Welsh. Ooh. Her, her real name is Megan Gwynn. And her mutant power is she's got like these insectoid, multicoloured fairy wings. Is she in one of the films? No, I think you're no, thinking of I'm Angel think- Salvador, played by Zoe yes. Kravitz. She spits acid. Yep. Yep. But I have heard of Pixie now you're describing. Pixie's I don't know if got pink hair. Yes. No, okay. And yeah. like pointed ears. And she can like throw a hallucinogenic dust that makes yep. people have like comical daydreams. So she'll be like fighting like black ops guys with massive guns she'll hallucinate them with pixie dust yeah and they'll like run around scared that they're being chased by giant unicorns so it's good comic relief content there it is she's also a teleporter but that's through magic not mutant powers um wow yeah because she's like 
there's I think there's an issue where Doctor Strange seeks her out and she's like, you could be a future Sorcerer Supreme if you're trained up right. He goes to a few other characters as well, but he's like yeah. pointing at Pixie, just like, go, go. You could. Go. Yeah. Who else is a good one? You've got like Anolan um, Rock Slide. So Anol's like this lizard-like green-skinned mutant with a okay. long tongue. And then Rock Slide is like this giant stone guy. Think <laughs> think like the thing from the Fantastic Four, but like bulkier and greyer. Okay. And they have like a cute, friendly dynamic. That uh, Rock Slide was a bit like a bit of a bully, bit bit yeah. bit blunt. And we're seeing always this like, oh, I'm a green lizard guy and he's also gay. Uh, uh. And they just have yeah, a cute dynamic friendship. Yeah, they were like an unlikely friendship. Uh, there's Surge, there's Armour, um, uh, Dust, who is um, one of the few examples of um, a Muslim superhero in comics. So she wears a. Um, I know who you're going about. Yeah. Yes. Um, a what? Niqab? Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She's a Sunni Muslim and she's got the power to turn her body into dust. And she's, yeah, she's just a great example she's of. She's in something. She's in X Men, uh, Wolverine and the X Men. That is it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that episode. She's uh, Emma Frost, like, institution, isn't she? At one point she is. I think she's one of the Hellions at one point. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I've only watched that series once. But she wears traditional Muslim wear. Oh, uh, another character that's come into prominence in the comics really recently is um, M. Monet um, St. Croix. Who's that? She's was like, she's got a bit of a complicated past. I think she was like a 90s introduction. Okay. But basically she's like the closest to human perfection... So oh, she's wow. got a perfect body structure. She's got a perfect brain. She's got perfect senses. She's got flight, super strength, a little bit of telepathy, like okay. short range. And she's like incredibly snooty. Oh. Like she knows she's hot stuff and she's okay. all this stuff. Um, so like Emma Frost times A 10. little bit. But again, she's she claims to be Muslim, but she doesn't dress traditionally okay she wears a bit a few outfits that are a bit too revealing oof yeah which happens to a lot of the girls in comics yeah that's that's why but other than that she's pretty she's pretty kick-ass and i would love to see her again it's she'd be another woman of color representing a minority group but absolutely serving fierceness and dominating so yeah I I really want there to be like a proper X women title because there's so many cool female characters. There is. We've got and Rogue. So much you could see. Yeah, we've got Rogue, Jean, Emma Frost, Storm, Psylocke. Yes, I love her. Your hair's giving me a little bit of Psylocke Thank realness. You. And her brothers, um, Captain, Captain Britain. Britain. Yeah, yeah, because they're twins. They are, but they look nothing alike. No, no, because there's a whole like conscience body swap where she transfers her mind into the body of an Asian woman she becomes a kick-ass ninja we've got Jubilee as I say we've got M there's like Polaris who's Magneto's other daughter she's got green hair I love her magnetism she's sick yeah there should there'd be like a sickening ex-women series 
I just, I can imagine it happening. I'll get to writing it again. Fan fiction writers, if you're looking if, for inspo yes. for your next story, there's that. Please take it because <laughs> I'm really bad at writing things. Same. I just don't have the time to do it. No, I, I read back recently what I wrote about X-Men Evolution. I was like, Jesus Christ, thank God I did not post this because... <sighs> you don't want to give us a quick reading? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to summarise this episode a bit because we're running out of time. But yeah, X-Men is horribly underrated. There's so much that could be done with it. So much. But And I think we've decided that between the two of us, that out of the cartoons, X-Men Evolution was the better one it was and there's so much more they could have done with it yeah I feel like that could have had at least I don't know I think that could have gone forever I think there's it, so much potential for it I could have had at least two more seasons worth of content three, out of it yeah. maybe three yeah I like the little rogue gambit thing that was going on that, yeah because they kept teasing that didn't they did they? But he kidnapped her and took her to New Orleans didn't yeah. he so yeah New Orleans, and the New flirtation was there and she was like you're a loser get away from me and yeah. he's like ma chérie oh don't <laughs> <laughs> that Cajun charm um and well, just like Nightcrawler's whole character in X Men oh, Evolution yeah. as the charming like He's goofball so who like never gave up hope and constantly poked fun and cracked jokes. I loved that. Yeah, mm. he was always there for everyone. I loved him. Yeah, and they also like utilized Jean's telekinesis properly in X Men Evolution. Yeah, she wasn't just like floating things; she was like throwing people into walls. Oh and, yeah, like lifting up cars and like she lost control, didn't she? Yeah, everything was everywhere. Yeah, she started like a tornado sort of just, thing, just like spinning all the objects around the room. Yeah. but. I remember a specific episode where like Mystique kidnaps Cyclops and takes his glasses from him and like leaves yes. him to run around and there's like a mad hunt from the X-Men to find him and then Jean finds like Mystique like beating the crap out of him and yes. then she, Jean just like floats in and she's like oh you're in for it now and she's like literally slamming Mystique into yeah. the wall <laughs> and there's like she ends it by like pinning her up against a wall like like really pressing her against it with her telekinesis to the point where the wall's starting to crack and then she does like a telekinetic force push, which just shoves her through the wall. And I was like, that, that is how you use telekinesis. Because yes. in the film, she like holds things for a little while and that's it. Or pulls them towards her. And I'm like, girl. I mean, X-Men Or they just let things just float. It. it was so good. So underrated. That's your homework, people. Go watch yeah. X-Men Evolution. X-Men Evolution you won't is the one. It. It's, it's free so on good. YouTube as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, juggles all the characters really well. Everyone gets their chance in the spotlight. Oh, you can't if go you wrong. If you just want to know a bit more about X Men, it's the place to go to find out everything. Yeah, it doesn't drop you in too deep. It's it, yeah. You don't get lost. It's, no, it starts right from the beginning. It starts with a handful of characters, and they recruit more as they go on. So you're introduced to everyone gradually, and including the villains. And yeah, yeah. just. Just do it. Go for it. Watch it. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's all we've got time for on today's episode. Um, sorry it took so long to get another one out. I will be more consistent in future. But I think we've done a really good comeback show. And thank you so much for joining it's me, Daisy, okay. to be a Anytime. part of it. Uh, yeah, I hope I can have you back on as a guest at of some course. point. I've got a few episodes lined up, so I, obviously I want to be fair to everyone. Yeah. Let everyone else have a chance to come on. But if I ever do an X-Men episode two, 
Hit me up. I will lend you some of the comic books. Definitely. Give me something to read Mm -hmm. and I'll read it and we'll have another massive discussion about it. We will do. (laughs) Dark Phoenix Saga and then Joss Whedon's run in Astonishing X-Men are both excellent. So I will lend you those. Thank you. All right. But thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a good day. Live your best life. I will try to do the same. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, take care, everyone. Bye. Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.